Good evening, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Late for the Party on Anchor FM, and welcome back. I am your host, the cover boy, Melodious. Man, alright, well, pretty much, this is the quickfire review for the movie Shazam, and it came out last Saturday, this last, uh, this last Friday, but even though I did see it on a sneak preview, and I did see it a lot earlier than most. And I must say, dude, that this movie is awesome. Don't get me wrong. There is no perfect film. Not even Infinity War and um, Infinity War and Civil War were ever perfect. But given the situation at hand, that obviously when it comes down to DC actually trying to better their films and actually understand that, hmm, you don't have to have a dark side in order to be a good movie. You don't have to be an R-rated film to be a good movie. Just bring out the good content and everything else and keep the... Just keep the... Pretty much the the continuity in order and intact. You know? You know what I mean? If you're going to go with the program of creating a story, but make, your own, make it unique. But don't try to copy and paste and you're fucking it up for everybody who... I mean... If you got the normal cats who like just like going to the movies who don't read the comic books. And don't get me wrong. I'm a comic book head. And believe me, it doesn't have to be word for word and everything else. Like, even though I would know that the the source, like if the, the production company and everything goes briskly through the books. And without really going through the source material... Or at least, like I always say, keep the origin intact. But basically, the film is basically about Billy Batson. He's a 14-year-old boy who's pretty much a foster kid who's looking for, um, who's trying to find his um, his mother and everything. And pretty much, man, he's just on a quest of looking for his mother. Then he gets pretty much to another foster home, and then he meets um. Freddie Freeman and a lot of other um, and his um, foster parents and the other foster kids. So on a humble, like I must say, and it's it's actually dope, dude. The I mean, I must say, like so far, like DC, I must say, is really starting to get into getting better at understanding, like okay. Instead of trying to keep up with Marvel, we should just try to do our own thing and just just basically do the comic books right. Because honestly, I must say, and it's hard, I'm going to get into the next segment about this, that honestly, I like Shazam way better than Captain Marvel. I mean, and that's saying a lot because, you know, for a while... And I'm not saying that Marvel Studios never had any points in time to where they didn't have their ups and downs of, i.e., Iron Man 3, Iron Man 2, uh, shit, let's just go down the line, uh, freaking, uh, Thor Dark World, even though I actually, I mean, Thor Dark World was a lot better to me than Iron Man 3, if you like look at it that way but um but honestly it's like to me uh Captain Marvel was definitely the weakest link out of 
most of the films that's been out as of late. And I must say, that's to be the creme de la creme of the the like the second to the final like conclusion of the movie. But like I said, I'll get into that in the next segment. But honestly, the 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 whole thing with Belly Batson, you know getting the power of Shazam and you know you see the rock of eternity and everything and honestly dude it's it was they were basically pretty much going like going amalgamizing like just what the new 52 version of Captain Marvel the modern day version and honestly they took bits and pieces of the character from new and old but it fit it fit very well. It didn't. Uh, it didn't like take anything out of place or context. Um, I think when it comes down to Mark Strong playing Doctor uh, Pretty Doctor Savannah, but honestly, him playing him was actually dope too. So I mean, even though it was like, I mean, everybody was probably expecting like Black Adam to show up, but. It's funny that he's not in it. And I'm actually kind of glad that they didn't really like... They were giving up glimpses of it. So, I mean... But we're not going to get into the whole thing about Black Adam just yet. Because it's funny because from what I understand... That... I think... Hold on, people. I know I'm supposed to keep my stuff all up and up. But, you know, hey... That Shazam is actually was uh pretty much it was uh Shazam was actually produced I believe by shoot let's see here it was produced by I think it was also produced by I me mean, not produced by uh it was uh, yeah it was produced by freaking um uh, Dwayne Johnson he put his finger in um, he put his finger in it as well, which is kind of interesting when you think about it. So I'm like, wow, that's pretty crazy. So I mean, but aside from all of that, I mean, it's pretty. It it was a it was a fun movie. It's fun. The kids can get involved just as much as the family, the parents. I mean, it's a heartwarming film as well. So. You know, yeah, it's it was it was a dope film. Like I must say, like it's probably one of my favorites thus far. Definitely a sleeper film. I was not expecting it to be this good, and on a humble, it was uh, yeah, well, well, seven bucks productions. Uh, I'm sorry, to, I finally was able to get some reception on my uh. My well of information, aka phone, <laughs> but um, yeah, seven. It was uh, production company New Line Cinema, DC Films, Saf- Saffron Company, Seven Buck Productions, and Mad Production, um, Mad Ghost Productions. So, yeah, Seven Buck Production, also known as Dwayne Johnson. So, that's crazy. Dur- Let's see. Dwayne Johnson considered to star as villain Black Adam, but project fell through. But he still put his finger in it. So, I mean, hey, that's fine. So, 
we'll see what happens. So, I mean, honestly, on the humble, but the film was dope. I mean, let's just run down the list of people who was in it. You got Zachary Levi, you got Mark Strong, you got Asher Angel, who's playing Billy Batson. I must say, between uh, Angel Asher, between Asher Angel and Zachary Levi, both playing roles of like, like Zachary Levi playing. A kid in a man's body is just like dope as hell. Which I must say, it's like trying to act like a child and have the abilities of like damn near like almost the power of Superman, if not on the equivalent, is pretty interesting to even watch. So I mean, it must it was dope as hell, man. I can't front. It was dope as hell. So I mean. The action scenes were off the hook. Even there was some um, uh, suspenseful, was like suspenseful, like scary stuff in it. So I must say, dude, like it was dope as hell. I recommend going to watch it. If you haven't watched it already, it is Tuesday. You guys can go catch it at the six dollar film movies at Cinemark. If you're over by Terra Cinema, it's five dollars. So I mean, hey man, check that shit out. Go treat yourselves to go watch this film right after work or something. Or take your kids, take your girl, whoever you got to do. Take yourself, go get some popcorn. You know, it's a wonderful film, dude. Like, it, it, it's it's very heartwarming. It even, you know, got some tear-jerking moments in it, too. So, I must say, like, it's, it's basically a dope family film. So... If I say go watch it, I'm, I I want to go watch it again. I saw it at a sneak preview, so I saw it weeks before um, it actually came out. But I am going to go see it again. Hell, shit, who knows? I might even go see it tonight. So, either way, shit. <laughs> either way. But, yeah, dude, everything about this film is pretty much on point when it comes down to the continuity. Oh, man, the, re- the relationship between... Freddie Freeman and um the, the Freddie Freeman and freaking um uh Billy is like off the hook especially when he turns into uh when he finally turns into Shazam which is trippy as hell because they're both like the witty banter of um the guy playing Freddie Freeman um what was it who was he playing like who was let me see here. Hold, bear with me. Oh, Jack Dial, uh, Jack Dial, Dylan Gra- uh, Grazer, who was also on Stranger Things. So it's a trip because, like, like just the relationship, the chemistry between them, and everything else is just like it's fun. It's off the hook, and you'll. I can just only say because I'm not trying to spoil anything for you, but. Go see it. I te- I can guarantee you, you won't be disappointed. Especially for any comic book heads out there. And like I said, anybody who's listening and watching this, or watching this, listening to this, I must say, like, I am shocked to say, like, yes, Captain Marvel doesn't stand up to DC's version of Captain Marvel. And I must say, I'm going to talk about that in, this, in the next segment. So, when I do... Um, when I do talk about it, I'm going to get into uh, 
the history between both Shazam and Captain Marvel in the process. But either way, but my I'm gonna give this film a I'm gonna give no I'm, you know what I'm gonna give this film a solid nine nine almost a nine and a half. You know what? Yeah, I'm gonna give it a nine. I'm gonna give it as almost a solid nine and a half because not only that this film is heartwarming, it's funny, it's it's um, it's funny, it's heartwarming, it's suspenseful, the action is off the hook, it's believable to the degree it's like, you know, you know, where a good origin story comes into play and you start to understand the dynamic of what it is to be a kid with the abilities of what the with abilities beyond that of a normal human so I mean and it's cool because it's like you know any kid who's dealing with anything who ever wanted to be like like I said man for me to even in my lifetime to see most of these comic book films come out and I don't want no comic book movie to fail but Jesus now it's starting to get better and better and as time progresses like I said like I'm going to get into the next segment when it comes down to it. But I give this film a nine and a half. It is definitely off the hook. I am recommending everybody. And I mean anybody and everybody to go see it this week or tonight. Any of the days of the week. Go check it out. You won't be disappointed. All right. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. But yes, this is the quick fire review. Guys, please like, comment, share, subscribe, and support the podcast. Yes, the shirts are coming. The shirts are coming. I must say, check it out. I'm going to uh, do an episode about it on my on my Instagram. Uh, I'm going to also, I'm pretty much going to do an episode, a live chat on my Instagram when I do um, get my shirts and the prototypes up and running, and I will get uh, back to you guys as quickly as possible. So, anyway, this is the quick fire review on Anchor FM on Late for the Party. <laughs> late for the Party, and as always, guys, girls, all of y'all, it's okay to be late for the party, but never be late for the fun.